Hey, this is Sean Mandoli, and I'm the pastor of Sanctuary LA, and you're listening to our podcast. Thank you for joining us. I hope this message encourages and inspires you. Remember to follow us on social media at my Sanctuary LA and enjoy the message. Amen. Okay, here we go. So you can, uh, in our app, the notes are in our app, the notes and the, and the, and the points and the scriptures and everything. But if you're going to follow along, here we go. Psalm, uh, the book of Psalms, chapter 42, verse 11. We're talking about soul music. Anybody like soul music? Yeah, yeah, I like so. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, personally, uh, before I read this, I, I personally like I like soul music. My just real soul, like actual soul music. I'm not. We're talking about worship, but but um, but when I like take my wife out on a date and all that, um, I like to turn on just sixty soul music. Something about sets the atmosphere. <laughs> Somebody say set the atmosphere. So in the car, you know, I like to get you know some Otis Redding going. You know what I mean? Like can't no nothing do a date like. Otis Redding, okay? Now, uh, so some soul, something about the soul music, right? The 60s soul got me. Solomon Burke, some go, go a little older, Sam Cooke. Those guys really, they just do it for me and my wife on our date. Somebody say amen. All right? So soul music. But we're going to talk about in really on a spiritual level, a deeper level. Of, so I, I just, there's something about that that sets the atmosphere. I'm in love with this woman, Crystal Gale, and I like some soul music while we going out for our little steak dinner, whatever we're doing, you know, and uh, having a good time. Got to have Otis Redding up in the car. I'm telling you, if, 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 if dates ain't working for you, get, you know, subscribe, you know, do, create a 60 soul playlist. Somebody say amen. <laughs> Anybody else like 60 soul? Am I the only one? Okay, thank you. Got a couple witnesses in the building. All right. Um, okay. Nowadays, that ain't soul music nowadays. Come on, somebody. That, come on now. It's, you got I got to dig deep to get to some soul music a couple decades. But anyway, back to the word. Psalm 42, verse 11. We're going to talk about worship here um, and the human soul and what worship does to the human soul. Soul music. The purest form of soul music is worship because it ministers to the soul, ministers on a deeper level. Now, when I got Otis playing, that's, that's like for me and my wife, we have a good time. That does a little something. But I'm talking about something a little deeper than, than 60 soul music. I'm talking about worship. I'm talking about the, the music that is sacred, that is designated and separated for humanity to sing to our God. Okay, and so here it is, Psalm 42, verse 11. Why are you cast down, O my soul? Has anybody's soul ever been cast down? Has anybody, come on, talk to me in here. Has anybody ever felt down in your soul? Um, you know, and, he, and the psalmist is saying, why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted or fretful or disquieted means there's a lot of movement, agitated in the soul realm of the person. Why are you disquieted? Why aren't you at peace, soul? He's talking to his soul, all right? He says, why are you disquieted within me? He says, hope in God, for I shall yet praise him the help of my countenance and my God. We are a three-part being. We are, we, the Bible says that he would preserve in the book of Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, that he would preserve our whole spirit, soul, and body. Let's say those together. Say, I am spirit. I have a soul. And I live in a body. Say it again. Say, I am a spirit. I have a soul. And I live in a body. That part of us, that's, that's so, if you're taking notes, your soul is, is really made up of three components. It's your mind, it's your will, and it's your emotions. 
All right. And so when we're talking about soul music, there's something about worship that ministers to that part of you. The Bible says that God is looking for those that worship him in spirits. Our spirit is where we worship from, but our soul and our body is what is affected by it. I said our, we worship God from our spirit, but it is going to touch our soul, our emotions, our mind. Anybody ever get in the presence of God and you're like, man, I could feel God. Man, anybody feel God today in worship? That's your soul talking. That's your body talking like, ooh, feels good in here. Anybody ever get in the prison? Man, it feels good in here. All right. No, when I first, you know, you know, when you first fall in love with somebody, man, it feels good. I'm on like cloud nine. When, when I first met, I'm still in love with that woman. I'm more in love with her now than I ever was. But come on, somebody. On the honeymoon, though, that was something different. That was like, woo! I'm in love. Right? Anybody know that feeling of being in love? You do stupid things when you're in love. When, the, when that soul part of you, that emotion, and I'm not saying it's all stupid, but how many of you know you, you know what you want, you feeling it, you're like, this girl is mine, right? That, 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 that soul part of me, it's part of how we're made. We're, we're made to feel and to cry and to laugh and, and that soul, that mind, our will, our emotion. I'm talking about soul music. We're going to get to it, but there's something about that part of us, though, that God created that soul part that our soul is impacted um, by the good and bad of life. And everybody ever been in a relationship and you were hurt? Yeah, just two people is going to be honest with me today. <laughs> but, but that's just how we're created to, to connect to people. And if they hurt us, it impacts us, our, our emotions, our mind, our will, everything. That, that part of us is affected. Our soul is impacted by the good and bad of life. Can I get a witness? I know you're super spiritual and you, 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 know, you, you never have ups and downs, but if you read the book of Psalms, there's a lot about worship and there's a lot about praise and the book of Psalms is all over the place. It is a roller coaster ride of loving God and hating people. But then, uh, Lord, I'm going to let you do it. Oh, Lord, I praise you. Oh, God, I'm drowning in my tears. I lay down in a bed of tears. Oh, but you are good. I worship you. Somebody say soul. Anybody, has anybody had a bad day in the last three months? Has anybody had a bad day every seven days over the last three months? Anybody on a seven-day rhythm of a bad day? Come on, can I get a witness? Why wow, our soul is affected by things. It is supposed to be. Could you imagine if we didn't feel, if we weren't felt or didn't feel rejection like we're not terminators come on somebody we we feel things affect us we were created to feel and to and to walk with God and our emotions our soul is part of that journey our soul mind will and emotions can take us to the highest heights of euphoria and the lowest lows of depression and discouragement does anybody have a soul all right. See, what you feel is real. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Like what you feel is real, but reality doesn't always line up with truth. I'm going to say it again till somebody says amen. But what we feel is very real. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Well, you ever, you ever feel like, man, I'm tripping right now. Has anybody ever told you you need to, tri you need to chill out? You're tripping right now. 
Do you have anybody in your life that can, that can, that can help you when you're, when you're having a moment? Yes? Somebody like looked at their husband like, like that. But, but, but this is normal. This is part of life. We are, we are soulish beings. We have this part of us. The, the spirit, you are an eternal being. I told some of our leaders a couple weeks ago, the only thing we can take with us to eternity is people. Nothing else matters. If, if we mess up with people, eternity is affected. But if we win with people, I mean, people are the only thing. Those are the crown. Those are the jewels in the crown when you get to heaven. It is people. You know what I'm saying? I want to I wanna, I wanna be blinging in heaven. I want to be iced out from the all over. Just And it's people. Somebody say people. But, is it, but people are, the, it's, it's all about people. People are everything when it comes to eternity. And so, so, but what you feel is real, but reality doesn't always line up with the truth of God's word. And so, so with that, we were created, the soul of us. If you look in the Bible, when it's talking about praise and worship, and exalting God. Most of the time, the soul is a piece of that scripture. It's speaking, bless the Lord, oh my soul. You know, my soul cries out. Why? Because we were created. That part of us will be fragmented and broken if not worship in our life. Worship is the remedy to the condition of the human soul. It's success won't do it. Success is part of your walk with God. God wants you to succeed, but success or sex, I almost said sex, both, will not solve the soul problem. Yes, amen, somebody. We were created with a soul that is, um, absorbs our environment, good and bad, and without worship, we can't clean the thing out. Here's my first point is the human soul is like a sponge. It was created to be that way. I'm a sponge. I get, like we have um, three children and you know, you get the first one. It's awesome. You get the second one. It's awesome. I mean, and then the third one just, I don't know. I'm just so much more endeared to this boy. I'm like this little baby. You know, I'm just I'm like little baby boy. You know, little Luca Pook Dukes. Anybody, it's my soul. I feel for this. This boy just, I'm like, look, he smiled at me. The boy smiled. It's like, I understand baby fever. I mean, I didn't have it. We had the baby by surprise. But now that I have this little baby in my hand and I'm carrying him around, putting him in my little carrier thing, looking at the boy. I mean, there is, I mean, I was, I am absorbing that experience. My soul, you know, is like, oh, I got a little Luca Puka Luca Dukes. <laughs> what is that? Why do babies bring out nonsense out of our mouth? You know, and it was, it was, it, when it was Nico, it was Nika Pika Lika Deeks. My son's name is Dominico, but I call him Nika Pika Lika Deeks. <laughs> Anybody? Am I the only one? Why? All right. Why did I get all silly? Because my soul is involved. Sometimes I just don't have words. I, uh, I, feel, I feel for this boy. So, and then I go back and look at old pictures of Giovanna, and she's seven now. And I'm like, oh, 
the baby girl's gone. There's no more little baby Gia, right? All right, so, so what, you know, we were meant, like, worship is soul music. It is the music for the soul. If you say, man, I need some healing, Pastor Sean, you need to put on some worship. You need to get you a song. You know, the, the, uh, in, in he, Hebraic culture, Hebrew culture, Jewish culture, they don't even read the, to- the Torah, the first five books of the Bible. They sing it. They do not even read it. They sing it. That is the, the God himself, his word, his word is a song to your soul. There, there, there is nothing in this world that, will, that was meant to replace worship soul music for it is soul music. It is for the soul. All right, Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 11 to 14. I'm going to read this. And so here we are. We're in ourselves a little predicament here as humans that we have this part of us that was created to absorb our environment. And without worship, we're going to absorb the wrong thing. Anybody been hurt by an environment you walked into, a relationship you walked into? Uh, I myself, I was born into a very um, tumultuous family life. My, I absorbed it as a child. My soul absorbed this. Uh, abuse, drugs, addiction, uh, fighting, cops. Over, I absorbed that as a child. And so what came out of me? Rage and anger. My soul absorbed it. I was created to absorb my environment. That is why we as a church, the most important thing for us is the presence of God. Because no church service, no pastor, no program, no no liturgical process can heal the human soul. Only God's presence can. It's only God's presence. I don't have control over his presence. I can't fabricate or manufacture that. But the, the human soul is void and dying without the presence of God. Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 11. This is a prophetic picture of what God's going to do. Jeremiah 31 verse 11 says, For the Lord has redeemed Jacob and ransomed him from the hand of one stronger than he. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad that God delivered you of something stronger than you? You, you, Would you ever struggle with any kind of sin that you just could not shake? All right, we got three honest people in the building. I mean, ransom. I mean, there was stuff in my life I could not control. I cannot help myself. Nobody can help me with this. I can't help myself. I needed God to ransom me from something stronger than me. And I'm here to tell you right now, you can't fight sin and the devil by yourself. We need God to ransom us and to set us free. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Somebody say praise the Lord. All right, only God can do it. Only God can, only God can do it. I said only God can do it. I said only God can do it. I said only God can do it. I'm going to preach the gospel in here. I'm going to preach the word to you in here. Only God can do it. All right. All right. You know, and sometimes our soul can get the, mo- the best of us. This is the thing is, is you have a soul, but it's never supposed to be in the driver's seat. It's supposed to be sitting shotgun. Right. And be careful what gun you give your soul because your emotions will try to kill somebody. Somebody say amen. Your emotion will key somebody's car. You'll pop, you'll, you'll pop their tiles. You will, you will orchestrate a way to get them to die. You, you, you will fabricate. You will, and then you'll go to God and say, God, forgive me for thinking those thoughts. That's, a, that's the devil th- talking to me. That's, that's an angel of death speaking in my ear. Come on, somebody. It's your soul. Our soul, our soul can take us down a dark place. Yeah, Jesus. You never thought about nothing like that, huh? All right. 
Okay, I'll just be honest then. Okay, and ransom them from. Therefore, they shall look at stronger. Therefore, they shall come and sing. What is my answer to my singing? Have you sung your song? Do you have a song? Do you have a song in your heart? I mean, I'm always looking for songs. I'm sending people songs. I'm, I'm, you know, and sometimes they don't like my worship. I don't care. I like it. It's ministering to me. I hope it ministered to you. You know, I, I send songs to, to Nick all the time. He, the last one I sent, he actually liked it. He liked that last one. Yeah, so, you know, I'm just trying to get the song out there. I need a song. I need some soul music. Somebody say amen. Are you guys all right? You guys out there? Therefore, they shall come and sing in the height of Zion, height, singing, worship, soul music takes you higher, streaming or flowing to the goodness of the Lord. You don't know how good God is because you haven't sang your song yet. You start singing your song, you, you're going to find out how good God is. You got, you got to get your song in there. You got to, I mean, you know, even when I'm at the house with the kids, they're just running around doing stuff. I'm putting worship on. It, it's like, you know, those kids running around, playing, doing what they're doing. I need the presence of God up in the house. When you got two kids and you know what I mean, altercations go down. You know what I'm saying? I got to bring in reinforcements. I'm going to put some worship on. We ain't watching no cartoons right now. We need worship up in here. Somebody say amen. amen. So sing in the height of Zion, flowing to the goodness of the Lord. For wheat and new wine and oil, those all represent the Holy Spirit. Wheat is the, is the feast. You know, Pentecost was actually a, a harvest um, time it was the feast of weeks of first fruits holy spirit came holy spirit power it was the first fruit of the early church in acts chapter 2 is wheat it says it's streaming flowing for wheat and new wine and oil i'm telling you what you you know you we got to get drunk in god again come on now i mean too many people getting drunk on wine and they're in church while they're getting drunk on wine. we need to get drunk on the holy ghost uh, you know, we're gonna get, we need to get so baptized and filled with him that we just act a fool uh, because of our love for him. And, and we're not going to try to fit into any religious box. We just love God. And when you're in love, you can somebody say drunk love. Drunk on the Holy Ghost. For, for the young of the flock and the herd, their souls, here we go, their souls shall be like a well-watered garden. Your garden needs some water. Come on, when I'm acting up and I got an attitude, you know what I'm saying? I need to go water this garden because it's dry and cracking and look at all, you know, all the vegetation is looking all limp and dried out. I need some water. Is that my soul needs some water? Their soul shall be like a well-watered garden and they shall sorrow no more at all. Come on now, your soul absorbs, your soul absorbs the water, the presence of the Holy Spirit. You need it. You need it more than anything. You need his presence more than anything. God wants to bless you. God wants to bring you into new places. God wants you to occupy what you're called to do. God wants you to get your education. God wants you to get your great, your dream job, your career, all that good stuff. Go do that thing. But make sure you water the garden along the way. Put some water on that. All right, next time somebody acts all nasty, you'd be like, you need, some, you need some water up on that. Get, get out a, a squirt gun, just <laughs> super soaker. Come on now, somebody, you need the water out of your belly. Soul will flow rivers of living. I said out of your belly will flow rivers of living. All right, my soul, my soul, and make, okay, here we go. Then shall the virgin rejoice in the dance. 
and the young men and the old together, for I will turn their mourning to joy. It doesn't mean your life won't have mourning. It doesn't mean your life won't have, but he's going to turn it. He's going to touch it. He's going to turn that thing. Your mourning, your, your, your affliction, your pain. God, God's not going to take everything away from you, but he will turn it. He will change it. He'll take the more, he'll use the morning. He has, he has, he got a, he's in the kitchen and he just, he'll take some morning, mix up a little faithfulness, mix up a little faith up in there, mix up a little continuance. I believe the greatest gift you have as somebody walking with God is consistency. All right. Just be more faithful than the devil's attacking you. Just keep walking. Keep moving. Your greatest gift to your personal purpose is that you will continue. Come hell or high water. Good day, bad day. You know what I'm saying? Or so-and-so at work. Whatever. I am going to stay. I'm going to worship. I'm going to sing my song. Your greatest gift to your future is that you remain faithful in your present. All right. Hallelujah. For I will turn their mourning to joy, will comfort them, will make and make them rejoice rather than sorrow. Here it is. I will, this is a fancy word. I will satiate. Did I say that right? Thank you. I will satiate the soul of the priest with abundance or saturate. Drink one's fill, drench, soak, satisfy. I will satisfy, drench. I will give you more than you need. You know, my cup runs over. I will soak you all up, and that stuff's going to start bubbling out. And people are going to be like, man, what's up with you? Man, you're a little crazy now. You're all happy and, and rejoicing and smiling and loving the Lord and going to church. Yes, my soul has been satiated. They're going to be like, what are you talking about? It's in the Bible. Pastor Sean said my soul satiated with abundance. All right. And that word sing, when it's talking about singing there, it means to, to, to be overcome with wine. And sometimes I think we're so prim and proper, even with our singing, that we just want to make sure, you know, because people are watching. So we're like, okay, I'm going to play cool with it. I'm going to be cool with it. But I have been drunk before, believe it or not. Not recently. But I have been intoxicated. Right? And I, and I don't care what people think when I, when I was intoxicated. I was just like, ah, ah. right? Anybody, come on, be, you can be honest. Has anybody ever been drunk before? Yeah. So anybody, somebody said once. <laughs> you know you're in church when somebody's like, just once. It's under the blood. I have confessed. <laughs> but, but I'm talking about the presence of God. Our worship, our praise. People ought to be like, man, what is going on in Boyle Heights? I mean, those people are happy. They're boisterous. They're loud. They're dancing. They're praising. They are on one. Yeah, the one. Capital O. His name is Jesus. I'm on one. Yeah, I'm on the one. I've been on some other ones before. Some of y'all don't look at me like you've been in church your whole life. You know you've been on one, two, yeah. One of our deacons, for sure, that brother was on something. But now look, filled with the Holy Ghost all up in church. <laughs> for real, if you ever want to know the story about somebody being on one, uh, Deacon John will be in the lobby. He will, he will break it down. 
but I want to be on the one. I want to be a church like, man, they on one. Come on now. That's what sing means to be overcome a wine, to make to rejoice, to cause to shout for joy. You know, that one of the words in scripture for praise is foolish. Like to be foolish before God. Not to uh, pragmatically think, okay, now it's time to be foolish. I'm just saying, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you're going to act a fool sometimes. I don't mean, I don't mean, I don't mean uh, goofy as far as drawing attention to yourself. But I'm saying, if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, there, it ain't going to look right. Because uh, I'm, I'm drunk on the Holy Spirit. I'm filled with His presence. And my passion doesn't line up. And I'm not going to fit in some little religious box while I'm doing it. Because he's worth, he's worth it. I said he's worth it. I said Jesus is worth it. Come on, somebody say soul music. Say it again. Say soul music. Soul satisfaction only comes from one place. And his name is Jesus. Soul music. He is my song. Okay, here it is. Here's, here's, here's my next point. Your soul comes alive in God's presence. In Psalms chapter 119, 119 verse 175, it says, let my soul live. I was dead outside of God, spiritually dead, broken, lost, but let my soul live and it shall praise you. Something about God touching you, man, praise comes out. Something about, I don't have to teach you how to do it, but if when God touches you, you're going to do it. I mean, you just can't help yourself. I said, you just can't help yourself. When David, when, his, when Michael, his wife, Michael is a woman, by the way, just to be clear in the Bible, but her name was Michael. Uh, some of y'all that don't know, I just want to break it down. But when, when, when she saw him praising God, he, she was hating on him for it. And, and he said, look, I'm going to be even more undignified than this. You ain't seen nothing yet, girl. I'm about to cut loose. Look at your neighbor and say, you ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. Boyle Heights, you ain't seen nothing yet. L.A., you ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing. My God is worth it. He's worth the dance, the praise, the leap, the shout. Soul music. We are primary reason. For worship is because he's God, period. But when we do that, he's going to pour out the water. He's going to refresh our soul. He's going to satiate our soul with abundance. He is, we're going we're gonna to absorb the healing presence of Jesus. Let my soul live and it shall praise you and let your judgments help me. I love that because he's saying, man, I'm just going to praise you. I'm going to worship you. And then he said, wait, 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 and let your judgments help me. The structure of God. Now worship and, and, and being clamorously foolish with our praise does not take away the accountability and structure that God wants to bring in the order to our lives. Amen? Praise. The word praise is what it means. Halal in the Hebrew. It means to make your boast to shine. Foolish glory. Foolish. What's wrong with the church today? They're not foolish enough. It's too, they're so prim and proper. Everything's so, so this and that. I'm all, I mean, we are an environment of excellence, but we aren't going to let excellence rob us of being foolish in our praise. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, when it comes to worship, it is not about us. 
It is not about us. When it comes to worship, I, when it comes to us giving God praise, singing songs to the Lord, we want him here. Because if I'm not here, you will be just fine. But if he's not here, you're all in trouble. We, worship is all about getting God here. We need to make a vested interest in getting God here. Not like worship the way we want, how we want, the song we like, this and that. We worship is getting God in the earth. And that is what worship is. And, we're, and it's going to bless us and he's going to pour it out. But we want to make a vested interest as a local community that we want God in Boyle Heights. And the way God comes in Boyle Heights is on our praises. He inhabits, he dwells, he sits on the pillows of our praise, as Kwok said last week. My soul, Psalm 63, verse 5. As you're turning there, my next point, worship satisfies the soul. Worship said, anybody know what I'm talking about? Worship satisfies the soul. It's amazing what you can be going through in a day. And you say, man, I'm just going to put some worship on. I'm just going to worship. I'm just going to walk my house. I'm just going to worship God. I'm going to love on God. I'm going to, I want to get God here more than anything. I want God in my home. I want God on my children. I want, I want God's presence in my life. And I don't have any formula for you, but I tell you, if you worship, if you sing that song, he's going to come every time. Worship satisfies the soul psalm 63 verse 5 my soul shall be satisfied <sighs> you know what you know what, how we're tripping sometimes we get mad at everybody we're bitter or or we're offended and i'm not even saying that that's not legit but if you worship you'll get through it offense is a part of life in this world you will have tribulation so you need to make sure you got a song because it's coming. Offenses will come, the Bible says. They will come. It is part of being in this world. But if you have a song, that doesn't have to get in you. Worship guards your soul from the impurities of this world. Hallelujah. Somebody say soul music. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness and my mouth. Here it is again. Soul satisfied. My mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. Joyful lips. I'm here to tell you, joy is a choice. It is a choice. Sometimes it may come on you and a situation may happen and you're like, "Woo! I got the joy of the Lord. But, but joy is a choice that I choose joy regardless of my situation. It's a lot easier said than done. But joy is a choice. Rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. We're a praising church. We're a worshiping church. Worship satisfies the soul. Here's my last scripture. Psalms 103, verse 1. Psalms 103, verse 1. And as you're turning there, uh, I remember even in walking with God, um, I was pursuing the Lord and walking with him and stuff. And I, I, I was in a place where my soul was in a vulnerable place. This was before I got married. And, um, and my soul was reaching 
for a relationship. And looking back now, I'm like, man, that was not the right time nor the right person. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? And so my soul, I was walking with God. I was going to church. I wasn't like just saying, oh, I, I wasn't doubting God. But my soul got the best of me for a season. And I reached for a relationship out of time. And not the right person because it wasn't Crystal Gale. Somebody say amen. And so this person like just got saved. I mean, she was cute too. She wasn't as fine as my wife. But I'm just saying, I'm, come on. Doesn't it say real church for real people on the front? Yeah. So. I got to live up to that. So, so, I, so I reached for that, you know, and, and I mean, she was like fresh out of prison, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but she, the Lord touched her. Look, our church is, we got people come out of prison. I'm just saying. And I was like serving the Lord for years. Nothing wrong with that. A really cool girl, for real. This is about me. <laughs> like, like, I, like that in my soul, I, she was not ready for a relationship. I mean, she genuinely encountered Jesus. She did. But I was the more mature one. <laughs> well, it was supposed to be. And I reached for that relationship. And it kind of, our relationship derailed her. Because when, when you start messing with the soul around, man, that's hard to break, especially if you're not really strong in the Lord like she was. And um, it only lasted a couple months. I mean, and it was, you know, a lot of arguing and this. And I was like, what is going on? And looking back, I just want to say, we're made up of a spirit, a soul, and a body. And during that season of my life, I reached out. My soul absorbed something. And she was like giving me the look, though. You know what I'm saying? No? You don't? <laughs> and we, we just connect on the soul level. And we are, we are created to connect with people on a soul level. But this was not God. God was not in it. God was not blessing it. Only lasted a couple months. Then a few months down the road, I met Crystal Gale, and she's, my, this girl saved me, okay? All right? She's not Jesus, but she kind of is because she, she's, you know. And, and, and looking back, look at here. I'm being for real here. That there were things in my soul I hadn't dealt with. And I didn't really give it to the Lord. And so that, that unreserved, unsurrendered peace in my emotions, it was still there. It was active. It was suppressed, but it was manifesting. And I reached for a relationship out of time. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? And I want to really bring this home that I'm here to tell you right now, the one thing that got me through that was worship, getting back in the presence of God. And, and we both, I mean, it was just not a healthy relationship. And, and I believe that God was in my life and in the course of my life, I truly believe this, that God knew Crystal Gale was just a couple months down the road and my soul got the best of me out of time. And this is the beautiful thing, is the book of Psalms says, that he restores my soul. This is the beautiful thing, that we all have a soul and emotions and tendencies and weaknesses. And, but I'm here to tell you right now that God will restore that. He'll heal that. He'll fortify that. He'll, he'll, he'll strengthen that. He'll put iron in your soul. Here's my last verse, Psalms 103, verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, 
Bless his holy name. I'm going to read one more time. This whole chapter, I think, says this even a few times in it. But Psalm 103, verse 1. Here we go. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Here he is talking to his soul again. He's talking to his soul. Isn't that interesting? He's like, bless the Lord. It's like if it's, bless the Lord. And sometimes during that time of my life, I had to speak to my soul. Because I like the emotional attachment. And it's just, I was created, but it's just out of time. I awakened love before it's time. I, I got attached in a soul realm, soul level, emotions, mind, will, in something that was not fruitful or godly and I had to say bless the Lord oh my so you this is the point is your spirit and your words have more authority than your soul oh Jesus you have the you have the authority as a believer as somebody walking with Jesus you have the authority to command your soul what to do you can say mine shut up in Jesus' name. You guys hear what I'm saying? Mind, bless the Lord. How many of you know sometimes our minds get squirrely? It's your soul. You know, whether it's a thought, it's something from your past, it's something triggered, something in your mind and in your emotions, and you're like, ah! Or maybe you don't do that. But, but you know what I'm saying? So, so you, your spirit, death and life from the power of the tongue, you have the authority in Christ to command your soul what to do. Soul music. Bless the Lord. Bless, bless is a word for praise. Praise the Lord. Well, I don't feel like it. Praise the Lord. And your mind's going to be like, shut up. Quit telling me to do that. Praise the Lord. Your emotions are like, I don't feel like doing that. Praise the Lord. Don't do that to each other, married people. Do it to yourself. Because he's talking to himself. He's not saying, now wife, bless the Lord. Husband, you need to bless the Lord. No, Sean's talking to Sean. Sean, bless the Lord on my soul. And he's calling forth his soul to know, bless the Lord. If, if you don't want to get caught up in the affairs of this life, entangled in garbage and mess, gossip, whatever it might know, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord on my soul and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Here, that's it. My last point is this command your soul to give God praise. Thank you for listening to the message. If you've been encouraged and inspired, give us a great review and share it with a friend today. Also, if you're ever in the LA area, join us for one of our powerful weekend gatherings. For more info and directions, follow us at My Sanctuary LA. Be blessed.